Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, it's Nancy Yerald, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And guess who's with me today? Servette Hassan is here today, and she's got this really awesome book. I'm going to hold it up. If you're watching me on YouTube, it is Growing Old Sucks, okay? So make sure you share this with everybody you know who is growing old, which is all of us, okay? So <laughs> there you have it. Um, before I bring her on, I want to talk about what's happening with humanity and um, what I'm going to talk about first is the inauguration is tomorrow with Biden. And um, but what's crazy is, and I saw this on the news, and so I pulled this up. The National Guard, you know, has been called in for the inauguration, which I don't know. It seems extreme, but then it says, I just pulled this up. Two of the U.S. Army National Guard members are being removed from President-elect Joe Biden's presidential inauguration security mission after an investigation uncovered ties to fringe right-wing militias, the Associated Press reported. No plot against Biden was found. So the U.S. Army officials and a senior U.S. intelligence official spoke to AP on the condition of anonymity uh, because of Defense Department media regulations. They did uh, not say what fringe group the Guard members belong to or what or what unit they served in. But due to the operational security, they say we do not discuss the process nor the outcome of the vetting process for military members. Now, I heard um, Governor Abbott out of Texas really upset about this because he's like, hey, these guys are in the National Guard. Why are we vetting them? But then on the flip side, we're seeing that maybe they need to be vetted. What do you think, Servette? Well, duh. I mean, <laughs> we just had an insurgence on our capital, I think they should be taking every possible precaution that they can. And they uh, got an inkling, I understand. I mean, I, I, you've read more about it than I have uh, so far today. I'm just, I'm an hour behind you. So, no, um, but funny. they, they uh, had an inkling on social media that a couple of these right uh, wing wiggy people uh, were going to pretend that they were going to disguise themselves as oh, as, oh. as police officers. Oh. So they have been up to the security on that. And they're vetting even better now than they were already doing. So I don't know why the guy in Texas is upset, but he shouldn't well, be. It's, well, because I'll tell you why he's upset. And I'll tell you my opinion on this. I believe that, when, and I know a lot of guys that are in the National Guard or have been in the National Guard. My first husband was in the military. In fact, my daughter wow. was born on Fort Knox, believe it or not. I don't know if oh, you know yeah. that, Servette. But yeah, I was a military wife for a while. And, um, you know, when you're in the military, I mean, they really do vet you. So I, it is kind of almost like, um, you know, questioning people's integrity, but I guess that's where the world has become. And that's the sad part because I was a military wife and I know, you know, right. how these guys really take their jobs seriously. And so it's a catch 22 on this one. I have to say, I, I agree. I it just, is. that at this point, it's so tough. It's, so it's better, better safe than sorry. There you go. Well, I got some good news. I got some good news. <laughs> I always pull good news, Servette. 
So here we go. When when this pastor's bike was stolen, his response was to start a free bicycle repair service for people in need. Now, here we go. So for most people, having property stolen feels like a violation, but Robbie Pruitt admits that when his mountain bike was swiped last September, I'd be upset if my bike was swiped. He, instead of getting mad, he, his emotions turned to, Hey, let his anger and his frustration go. And he found himself on a road to compassion instead. He's an avid biker and Pruitt's first priority was to replace his ride. But when he went bike shopping, he found the picking slim. The scarcity of inventory got him thinking, what if the lack of bikes was pandemic related? Well, yeah. And what if the person who'd taken his had done so because they truly needed transportation to get to work? Oh my gosh. Isn't that a cool way of looking at things? Yes. I with, mean, honestly. With that, yeah. So with that thought in mind, Pruitt and assistant re, uh, rector at the Church of the Holy Spirit in Leesburg, Virginia, I got to give credit here came up with a plan and posted it to a local Facebook group. Pruitt offered to fix bikes free for charge for anybody who needed it. So that is really cool. That's our good news for today. What do you think? Awesome. Yeah, I awesome. think it's awesome. I mean, awesome. he's, he's a true spiritual person. See, I mean, there you that's go. That's where we should all go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to, br- I'm going to, like introduce you properly here, Servette. So Servette Hassan is here today. She's been here before. So if you watch my show, you know who she is. She's a best-selling co-author of Growing Old Sucks, holding the book up. This is such a cool book, you guys, but it doesn't have to. How to Age with Attitude. I like that. The award-winning author of Life in Transition and Intuitive Path to New Beginnings, as well as the intuitive heart of romance, Finding Your Own Path to Lasting Love, and Tune Him In, Tune Him, or Turn Him On, the latter three published by Llewellyn Worldwide LTD. She was also the host of the radio show Intuitive Inc., where she interviewed authors about raising consciousness for themselves and the planet. She's a renowned motivational speaker who inspires others to attain their full potential potential through her television and radio appearances, live seminars, and workshops. She's born into a psychically gifted family from Pakistan, and she's also a citizen of England, Canada, and the United States. So she considers herself a spiritual ambassador of the world. Welcome, Sir Matt. Thank you. And thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I truly oh, do. I love you, Servette. You're one of my, people don't know this, but I've known Servette for, gosh, probably long 15, time, 15 more years, something like that, maybe. Long wow. Time. Long yes. time. See, I'm I aging myself. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm dating myself because no one else will date I'll me. Do- <laughs> okay. Well, tell me, is that why you wrote this book, Servette? Why did you write this book? And you wrote it along with, and I have to give Mark Ellen a, you know, a little plug a in shout here. out. Yeah, yeah. Because, and I should have probably invited him, but I just know you. So I invited you, but he, he gives his opinion. So you guys, the way this works, I'll tell you really quick is that she gives her opinion about stuff and then he gives his opinion, but Servette, why'd you write it? Um, you know, he had the uh, idea for it and he had growing for like 10 years. And seriously, I said, did you ever do anything with that? He said, no. And I said, OK, let's just do a book and it will, you know, both of us and I'll 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 get it all together. You just put your opinion in after yeah. me and let's talk about it, because a lot of people are afraid to get old and the alternative sucks worse than getting old. So <laughs> I said, you know, let's talk about it because we're we're you know, I'm in 
my 60s. And I said, you know, it, it, it's just a number and we really need to get it out there that um, this yeah. can be the best time of your life. So I talked him into it and it took him a while to get around to doing it. And I finally just said, look, if you don't give me your chapters, <laughs> I will take what I've got and I'll call it something else and I'll see ya. Oh, and wow. he, I kicked his butt and he was glad I did because he got it done okay. and it turned out to be a cute book. I mean, it it's really, really is. informative. Yeah. And, uh, and there's a quote in the very beginning that I'm going to read from David Bowie because it sort it. of sums up what, where I was going with this. Nice. Um, David Bowie said, aging is an extraordinary process where you become the person you always should have been. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wanted to write about. I wanted wow, to write about Servette, I have to, that's right. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to, to write about how I'm mm-hmm. finally now in my sixties and I can be me. Right. completely because who cares right what do you got to lose I mean come on and right. I have to say I love that I agree yeah. with it so wholeheartedly because I'm in my late 50s now I got a birthday coming up this month but you know I have finally gotten to the point where I don't care what other people think well right and I, I you know I started <laughs> I mean, I've been yeah. doing this I've been doing spiritual books and I've been studying it for a hundred years at least. And my, one of my first teachers was Terry Cole Whitaker, who was like the Joel Olstein of the eighties, seventies, eighties. And she was huge. And her first bestseller was what you think of me is none of my business. Mm -hmm. And um, it's so true, but you don't get that until you, live a little and get around a little and you realize, Hey, this is my life to live exactly as I choose Mm -hmm. and no more excuses. And part of that, Nancy was me getting cancer. You know, I, um, at 59 was diagnosed with a very rare form of can ovarian cancer called, uh, it's clear cell, which is like very rare and the fastest killing cancer. So I was faced with my own mortality and And I kicked its ass. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what you always great. say from <laughs> your gods to, yeah. Um, but I honestly believe that, hey, you don't have a minute to waste. Right. You know, I got an expiration date given to me that was a little sooner than I expected. And you and said, no, I'm not going to go for that. I'm well, gonna- it turned out to be wrong. It could have turned out to be right. It doesn't matter. Everybody has an expiration date, whether they realize it or not. Most right. people just don't know where to, when it is. So make the most of every day. Make the most of every uh, opportunity. Um, just live life with attitude. That's what I wanted to get across in this book. Mm-hmm. Well, you did. I think you did. Hey, um, we got about two minutes before we go to commercial break, but and I like that you say how to age with attitude, but um, you, and you talk about being your authentic self and uh, Mark says, I, I wrote down a few quotes from him too. Staying younger and thinking younger makes growing old an adventure. Right. Exactly. And the adventure doesn't have to be jumping out of airplanes at at the age of 80. I'm I'm not going to do that now, even. (laughs) No, not going to happen. It can just be little things, you know, little small changes that can change your whole world. I mean, just even simply brushing your teeth with a different hand can keep your mind more active. Yeah. And you talk about that in the book too. Um, When we come back from commercial break, I want 
want to talk about our appearance changes and we don't realize it because that's, I, that's happened to me. And I think it's happened to a lot of people. And so we need to talk about that. And that's, you know, where the spiritual part comes in. Hey, you guys, I'm here today with Servette Hassan. Her book is called Crawling Old Sucks, but it doesn't have to. Okay. And you can pick it up on amazon.com. I'm sure. Is that right? Servette? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, before I get out of here and one more thing I have to say, I forgot to mention, gosh, my new class started today, you guys, intuitive business practices. So I am teaching you you guys how to use your intuition and your business to be prosperous and these are all the tricks of the trade that I learned when I was in the real estate business and so I'm teaching them to you go to my website nancyherout.com this is high road to humanity this is Nancy Herout we'll be right back hang on we have more stories to tell on high road to humanity check out Nancy's website nancyherout.com to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, it's Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Servette Hassan. We're talking about growing old. And I brought up our appearances change because that's in the book, but we don't realize it because I can remember a time where I looked in the mirror and thought, oh, I don't look the same. Or <laughs> let me just tell you this. This is this will floor you. So I go to the MVD, right? Maybe five, six years ago. And in New Mexico to get renew my driver's license. And the lady, get, she like prints out all the pictures from all the years. 
Ooh. Yeah, no kidding. And she wow. shows them. Yeah, uh huh. And she shows them to me, and she's like, "Look, honey." <laughs> Oh my! I watched cool. myself age, right? You know, at the at the mo- at the motor vehicle department, you know, <laughs> all my pictures down the line. I didn't know she had that capability, but whoa, that was a rude awakening. So, having said that, Servette, <laughs> I they've never done that here in California that I know of. I mean, I just can't even imagine. And then oh, yeah. what would? You know, falling apart, looking yeah. down at their. Oh, look, oh, here, oh, wow. Look at my hair. Oh, yeah. I mean, and you know, those DMV pictures are not exactly the best shots ever. Talk I mean, about they this. Seem, they, they seem to pick the worst shot. I mean, oh. I won't even, I cover my picture when I show someone. Yeah, but dress. I still look better when I was younger. <laughs> it's like, don't, don't look at the picture. It's like, it doesn't even look like me. Yes, we are going to age. And yes, the things change. And I dated a guy, oh, I don't know, six, seven, before I had cancer. And um, that's kind of how I found out I had cancer. But anyway, he, um, uh, he woke up one day and he was hysterical. And I thought somebody died. <laughs> He's like, I just looked, my eyelashes are gray. And I thought to myself, oh, poor thing. And I, he, it, they'd been gray since I met him, like for two years. Right. <laughs> he just but never, he didn't know. He, never, he, didn't he know. didn't notice. He never noticed. And suddenly it, 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 he saw it and it was like, oh my God, I'm starting to look old. And I said, well, you know, the, it's better than not, you know, being dead. Um, so, <laughs> You're here. I mean, it beats that. You know what I think we need to do? I mean, because I had cancer, I am never going to, I, and I never have, get injectables and Botox and maybe a little lifty thingy. Mm-hmm. I'm not ever going to do that because I've never want, done I, it either. And I, and I, I'm going to yeah. agree with you. And, Cause I got to say, yeah. can I interject really quick? Every yes. time I see somebody who's done it, like my favorite movie stars, they look like deformed. They look like clowns. And I think, Oh my God, why would she have done that? And I won't mention any names cause I'm a nice girl, uh-huh. but my goodness, right. it's some of these people. You're just like, why would you do that to yourself? Well, I was in a hotel in LA and I was uh, getting coffee in the morning and I happened to be standing next to Catherine Zeta Jones. Okay. And I, I, real quick, like it was a two minute thing. And I walked away and then someone said to me, Oh my God, were you, didn't you, didn't even look? And I was like, What? I, I didn't recognize her. Uh-huh. I did not, I did not recognize her. Because she's changed her appearance so dramatically. Yeah. And it must have been just done because. See, that's how I feel about Meg Ryan. Yes, yes. I love Meg Ryan. Names, but it's yeah. I know. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna spurt it out there, Meg Ryan. I love her. You can't. You. I know, but I mean, I there was one scene with her at some award show, and I didn't know it was her. Yeah. Till they they said it out loud. So I mean, but that's what happens. And also, I I don't want foreign stuff in my body. Right. So I, I it'll kill you quicker. <laughs> I'm just embracing right me. Well, but I mean, let me say this, Servette. Mark says in the book he talks about how when men get their gray hair, how they look out debonair, and then for women, it's like, oh, did you see how old she looked? Yeah, I well, mean, you know, we got to change that whole persona thing 
there's a double standard and the only way we can change it i think as generations as we as the younger generations age is to not care to do right. like i don't care what you think of me and just mm -hmm. be who you are because right. there is such a double standard especially in hollywood you mm -hmm. look at the george clooney's and you go wow you know he he does he looks better every all the time <laughs> so but i mean it can't i but for women it's hard they can't find work anymore they can't you know it's, it's it, there's a very much a double standard and i hope that we're all working on that because it's just another ism ageism you right. know ism whatever this is just another ism that over time i think we will equalize well yeah because as and i'll throw the spiritual thing in because as you're talking about this i'm thinking as we as we elevate as our consciousness you know as we start to become more conscious we start to realize it's the inside that is our gold that is our treasure that is the jewel it's inside us not outside of us and our you know um over the years, you know, I've had a lot of people, a lot of guys say, oh, you're so good looking and I want to hang out with you. But I, you know, you rarely hear somebody say, wow, you're just a really cool person. And, and right. I like who you are as a person, like you're really smart and you really have great ideas. And those are the things that turn you on when you get older. Well, yeah. And it's not, it's, it's partly an, it's a cultural American thing too. Yeah. I mean, there are other cultures where in Japan and other places where the elders are revered. I know they're honored, which they should and, be. Yes. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I think that that will come around as we shift consciousness as well. Right. I mean, it, it was here with the Native Americans mm -hmm. and hopefully it will come back where we, we look to them for their sage advice and their spiritual growth and everything else that they can offer. You're right. You know, as opposed to you're, you're a hot looking old chick, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? The older people are who have the knowledge, who know this stuff. I love talking to people who are older than me because they know more than me because they've lived longer right. than me. And that's just how it is. And my kids think they know all kinds of stuff, but they don't know because they haven't lived as long as I do. Right. But we and thought that I, too, right? Right. And I just spent a little bit of time uh, at a distance, socially distanced outside with a 97-year-old okay. and a woman that I know. And okay. it was her birthday. And so we were all very, you know, conscious because she's elderly. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, I said, what's the one piece of advice you would give me, mm -hmm. you know, a 97. And, you know, she said, she's smiling and she just said, don't waste any time. Right. No time to waste. It's the only thing and you can't I was, get more of. Yeah. And the other thing I asked her, I asked her how she lived as long as she has. And she said, I don't worry. No matter what's going on, no matter how bad things get, she said, I don't ignore it or deny it. I just don't worry about I love it. That. And I loved that. Isn't that yes. cool? Yeah, well, but it's true because yes. that's why everybody talks about being present and living in the now, because when you live in the now, you don't worry. And it's true. And, and you get to a point where you start to observe. I'm to a point now where I'm observing my own thoughts and I'm like, oh, why would I right. think that? Yeah. Right. But you get to a point when you work on yourself that you do that and you think, oh no. And you kind of just let that thought go. It doesn't do, I mean, guilt and worry and fear are the three most, um, you know, unnecessary things on earth. I mean, you might need a little fear to keep safe, but it, um, essentially they don't accomplish anything. 
Right. You know, mm-hmm. so basically it, and, and, and training in my meditation as a young person, mm-hmm. like 45 years ago, that was the one thing I learned in the beginning is how to transcend that mm-hmm. so that you're not in it, you know, it's mm-hmm. there, but you're not in it, but you're you not just, in it. You're watching it just kind of go by. Right. You. you can't, you can't denial is not spiritually or psychologically sound. So you can't, right. you know, throw it away or throw paint, paint, pretend paint it's not it. there it's pretty and pretend it's not there. So you do have to deal with it, but the mm-hmm. way you deal with it is not to deny it, but to transcend it, mm-hmm. to rise above it. Mm-hmm. So you it's there, but you're not in it. I love it. You Does know, make sense? complete sense. Cause I, but it took me all this time to get to that point. <laughs> I'm just okay. That's a long time. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm a slow learner on certain things. Some things I got quicker, other things I didn't. I want to talk about diet and exercise and stuff like that, because this is what I believe. And you wrote a lot about it in the book. I mean, you talk about diet, you talk about weight loss, you talk about Mm -hmm. what we should put in our body. Um, And, you know, that's really, really important because I believe that if you're healthy and you work out and you eat right, then your mind works good. You live longer. I mean, you don't want to live to your 80 in a body that can't get you around. You got to right. take care of the body that you're in. Cause we're, we're, you know, we're these energetic right. in these bodies, but some people don't take care of them and then they die young or whatever. And they everybody's like, Oh, I wonder what happened. You know? <laughs> so talk about that. <laughs> yeah. You, um, you, 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 you're very much into this. You're very physically fit, yes. you know? So um, it, it, and then, like I said, you don't have to start jumping out of airplanes or anything like that, but get up and move, mm-hmm. move, just get up and move whatever that takes. I mean, I walk three miles a day. I was because I had a dog. Now my dog, my darling passed in August. Oh, and, I'm sorry, um, The love of my life. She was um, just 11, a, a, a month shy of 11. My best friend. And don't tell anybody, but she wrote all my books. <laughs> all seven of them. But anyway, um, I, can, I can, you know, I, instead of stopping, I just continued. I mean, I just act like she's still walking with me every morning and we're up to five miles now. So I I do that every day, rain, snow, no matter what it makes, it's kind of meditative too, but it's my, but it's just however, what the key I think is to do something you enjoy doing, right? Because otherwise you set yourself up for failure and you won't do it. Oh, I'm going to go to the gym four days a week. And well, right now you can't here in California anyway, but you can't hear either. You, if you set yourself up to go every day, you're not, you're not going to go every day. And then you just give up on it altogether. So I'd rather somebody do something that just works for them and keeps them in motion. And energetically and mentally in motion too. And also diet, I mean, come on, we all know the older you get, the harder it is. I know. Let's talk about diet when we come back from commercial break. Is that okay? All right, cool. All right. Hey, you guys, I'm here today with Servette Hassan. We could just talk for hours, her and I. Her book's called Growing Old Sucks, but it doesn't have to. It's very, very good. You need to pick this up on Amazon. Um, How to Age with Attitude. This is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, 
to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle sparkingwholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout. I'm here with Servette Hassan. We're talking about growing old and how it doesn't have to suck. Um, so, Servette, talk to us about diet because we talked a little bit about exercise, and I agree with you. God, Oprah said that such a long time ago. Get up and get moving. You know, yeah, that's stuck in my head, and she was it's absolutely true. right about it's that. True. So, it's and, and, true. and yeah, what you said is do something. And I just want to interject really quick. I was riding my bike all the time, and then it got cold. And now I can't ride my bike. So I got one of those stationary bikes coming, you know, and I'm going to do that because I don't want to not, I mean, I've got my elliptical or whatever, and it's cold to walk outside. So, I mean, you know, in this COVID time, you guys think outside the box a little bit and figure yeah. out how you can still work out. That's right. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of really good stuff online too. Okay. Okay. You know, all of my friends are doing Tai Chi in their living room yeah. and yoga moves with um, videos and with online courses and they're free. Yeah. I mean, you can take advantage of that because really, honestly, they're 30 minutes usually and they make you move even yeah. if you're not jumping up and down and being out in the cold, you know, it's not, yeah. it's good. Um, diet is, you know, crucial. I, I don't care how old you are. <laughs> diet is crucial. Yes. You know, I mean, it's, you can be 20 or 30 and you still really honestly, but as you age, your metabolism is going to slow down. You've got to move more and you can't eat what you used to eat. It's just yeah. not going to happen. And so I really am big because of, of my, um, cancer and everything else almost everything I consume is organic. Okay. It's also non-GMO. Why? So I would rather eat less of something that's organic than, um, or pay a little bit more and buy less things or whatever to accommodate that. Because, because of the pesticides important. is what yes. you're saying. Yes. It's, okay. it's crucial right now because mm -hmm. so many things, especially um, my 
uh, primary doctor, my internal, my internist said uh, the, the most dangerous is, is, is wheat, bread and things like that. They don't care what they put in there. And he said, so make sure that, that if nothing else, that's organic. And you can really tell the difference. I had a regular apple the other day by mistake, and I could tell it wasn't organic. Yeah, it doesn't taste the same. No. So I think that's key. I also think that if you're not getting enough vitamins and minerals as you age, you need different, you need more zinc, you need maybe glucosamine, you need more things that are helping your bones, especially calcium for women. Mm -hmm. Um, Osteoporosis. I mean, the way to combat that is 10,000 steps a day, at least. And to exercise and then to eat right. So we need things in our bodies that we didn't before, like calcium and like zinc and things like that. Mm -hmm. So eating well is key, but I'm really um, a staunch supporter of organic and non-GMO and non-processed. Stay away from crap. I know. It always makes me sick. Now that I don't, see, I eat really well. But if I cheat and I eat like a, something that's processed, my body rejects it. And I know it immediately. And I don't eat meat anymore, Servat, because at all? I, not at all. Uh-uh. Wow. No, I quit because I just felt like they were putting so many hormones and so much stuff in this meat. Don't get me wrong. I like the steak like everybody else, but I couldn't get past what they're doing to these animals and what they're putting in there. And then you watch a few videos and then, you know, it's not, I don't know. And I don't drink as much as I used to. I used to drink a glass of wine every night, but the sugar, as you get older, and this has just happened to me and it could be because I'm just talking from my own experience, but the sugar has really gotten to me and I can't drink wine anymore. I mean, I want to have a glass of wine. My mind wants to have a glass of wine, but my body says, uh-uh, it rejects it now. Well, you know, I live alone. So, um, yeah. and I'm not having wine right now. I'm having coffee, but I have <laughs> <laughs> wine is my valentine i uh you can't take my wine away okay uh but you know what i do, do i do? Um, i i um i'm just more careful with it it's it's one glass before i go to bed it's that's really, not bad everything in moderation red wine is the only kind of wine you should drink as you age too because it's actually good for your body and um, it just makes me sleepy and I'm done. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, you, you can't, you can't drink like you used to. And no. especially men, if they keep it up, they get that big, you see that big belly. That- well, and I've noticed with men who drink for a long period of time that they lose their memory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, really. Alcohol yeah. affects people. People don't realize that. They think, oh, I can go home at night and have alcohol over, you know, like hard liquor I'm talking about, you know? Right. And right. I've seen that where people, you know, it ages them, number one, the hard liquor. I'm not right. talking about a glass of wine now, sir. No. I'm talking no. about coming home at, la- at night and having a Jack and Coke or a vodka or a martini, you know, right. and it's interesting because, you know, on TV, oh, let's have a martini. But, you know, here's the thing. Martinis, after a while that alcohol does get to you when you're drinking hard liquor. And also there's like three shots of vodka in a martini. (laughs) It's it's not just one. (laughs) 
<laughs> one shot. It, it's it's a couple of shots of vodka in there or gin yeah. or whatever you whatever you put in it. Yeah, and it's straight alcohol, so it's really bad for you. It's I, like killing you. I mean, I'm like right. Uh, so I, I think you have to drink if you. No really judgment. No judgment. No judgment. No, and I don't. You know, whatever yeah. people do is whatever they yeah. do. But yeah. I suggest if you do want to drink as you age, that you limit it to red wine. I agree with that. I yeah. agree with that. You know, something else you said in here, which I was like, oh my God, she's right, is salad. I, why can't I eat? I eat salad and I'm like ill. I can't eat salad anymore. And you talk about that in the book. Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> no, I um, I, I, did, I did read this. <laughs> I, think, I think it's been a while. You know, when you write a book and it comes out and then finally. Well, no, you, you just said that your I, body doesn't process it like it used it doesn't, to. It doesn't process it like it used to. So <laughs> I don't even understand kale. I mean, I just, I am not. I mean, it tastes like grass. I mean, I'm like, I'm like I don't care what you do to it. I don't oh care. My God. It still it, tastes like grass. It still tastes like grass. And I'm like, I'm not oh eating kale. I mean, I might do a little romaine and stuff, but I've gotten very creative. And that's key too, is to get creative with, with what you eat. Cause yeah. I buy organic romaine yeah. and I grill it. Oh, cool. Do like a, a, a warm salad that's absolutely delicious. So trying new things, you know, and still staying healthy is good for right, you too. But right. that's key to aging anyway, is to continually learn. Mm -hmm. I was going to talk about that. Yeah, go get for that. your mind active and, yes. and, and continually engaged, right. you know, which is uh, easier than people think. You know, you can, you can just take a different route to the grocery store. Don't, don't get out of a rut. You know, like I said, something as simple as brushing your teeth with your opposite hand. If you do it with your right hand, try brushing your teeth with your left hand or your hair or, or taking a different route to the store, uh, going to a different store than you normally would go to and having to look for things, uh, trying out new recipes, uh, mm -hmm. trying out new games and crosswords and things that keep your mind engaged, anything, and then learn, try to learn something new. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you have something on your bucket list, especially with COVID right now, right. try to get into, um, I've always wanted to learn to play the piano. Oh, wow. I, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> but, but it's, it's on my list and I'm learning languages right now instead, because cool. um, I, I speak a lot of languages, but it, unless you keep using them, you lose them. Right. So I'm, I'm brushing up on my French. I'm brushing Spanish, Italian. Um, I also speak Urdu, which is kind of useless, but it's nice to is talk that... to my parents. Oh, okay. It's, okay. it's, um, it's a dialect of Arabic. I see. So, um, so, you know, I, I think it's really key to not only exercise your body, but exercise your mind. I agree. And, and also to attain some sort of spiritual practice. Yes. Because as we age, we are entering into the best time of our life, but the final, the, the twilight. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important that we connect with who we are mm -hmm. and what we really want and what we really want to give and receive um, to be spiritually whole. 
as much as we can as we as we get up there. That's really well said. That's really well said, sir. That's true. Yeah. That's I, I think that's where I'm at too. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. not about how much money you make or right. how many people you, uh, or how many cars you, I mean, yeah, it I doesn't know, matter, does it? You can't No, it I yet. know this from having mm-hmm. had the cancer and, and going through a lot of money because I couldn't work for, you know, a good year. And also it's expensive. I mean, the surgery and the chemo and all of that stuff. I'm still here. Thank God, but I don't care. I don't care about the money because you know what? Well, it doesn't do you any good if you're dead. Right. You know, you can't, it, oh, you have a retirement fund, but if you, it doesn't do you any good if you're not here. <laughs> so I kind of really, um, and I think that happens as you age anyway, you, you, you learn you start that. to think what's important and what's right. not. And what is important? What is important? What's important is love. Yes. And, and, that's what you get when you're on your way out the door. You, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we're going to commercial break on that. Okay. Love. Yes. That is actually what the most important thing is. Hey, I'm here with Servette San. Her book is called Growing Old Sucks, but it doesn't have to. How to Age with Attitude. I'm holding it up if you're watching me on YouTube. This is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better, to create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me. And I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up. The universe is speaking to you. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes and Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles. Entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. 
On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hey, it's Nancy. You're out. I'm here with Servette Hassan. We're talking about aging. Servette, I was going to mention multivitamins. I've been taking this really good multivitamin and it's really been um, better for me. I don't know if you've heard about them. New chapter vitamins. No. Okay. Try them. I've I, taken it and it's helped me a lot. A friend of mine told me about it and I'm like, okay, I'll try. And it's a multivitamin and I feel like a hundred times better than I did before. Okay. I think uh, so, the one vitamin everybody is missing is vitamin D. Oh, really? So okay. I think that's something, and I'm not a doctor, okay. so I'm going to be the first one to say, listen, if you feel like you should take something like that, I really want people to consult a doctor. They don't think they, and the brand, you know, that's up to you and, and, and if it works for you, great. But some people don't understand that a lot of vitamins will counteract other medication or um, may not be suitable for you. I think everyone should get a blood panel, and and then and then go from there because and a see lot what of it times says. Yeah, taking vitamins and they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, you know? but the vitamins kind. Of, if you don't need it, what I've learned is if you don't need that vitamin, it kind of just washes through you. Yeah. Well, it can, so, but again, it can counteract other things that you don't know. The only time I had trouble was when, and I will mention this because in case this has happened to anybody else, you know, turmeric has been like a big thing, you know, in the last mm-hmm. few years for arthritis. And I want to mention that my doctor had mentioned that I should try the turmeric because it's a natural, more of a natural, you know, thing. And I did, and I got ill. I mean, so ill, like didn't realize what was wrong with me for probably a month or two, just thought I was going to die. This happened like a year or two ago. Wow. And yeah. And, it, and I finally figured it out. We had gone somewhere and there was no TV and my stomach was gurgling, but it was gurgling right after I took the vitamin. Then, then I kind of realized yeah. and I stopped taking it. So I was allergic to turmeric. So it maybe was helping my arthritis, but it was making me deathly ill. So you are correct. Right. You have to be careful about what you take. And if it doesn't agree with you, I mean, immediately stop taking it. But see, the doctor said, take it. So I was like, oh yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> and, it, and it just it, didn't yeah, work. It, has, you know? it does have good benefits for a lot of people. I, right. When it comes to something like that though, I use real turmeric. I mean, I won't buy a pill or a processed one. I'll, I'll just put it in my food. Oh, okay. I, I, um, because turmeric in, from Pakistan and India, where I was born, Mm -hmm. that, um, is in 
everything you cook. It's so you think it's different than what comes in that capsule form. Right. So pay attention. Uh, That's a good point, Nancy, really well said and a good point because just because a doctor says to take it. Yeah. That, you know, pay attention to your own body. Also, I think that, um, like, like I said, I think that, um, it's, it's good to, to have your blood work done just to see what is missing. I have mine done once a year. It's interesting too, because I stopped eating meat and I'll check this out. So I stopped eating meat, but I kept drinking. This is a few years back. Right. So then I had the blood work done and he's like, no, your blood work's still bad. But then I stopped drinking and had the blood work done a year later. And he's like, everything's perfect. So for me, but it's because I'm like borderline diabetic anyway. So for me, it was the sugar that was really affecting me. So it is, you're exactly right. You need to have your blood work done. And I say once a year is fine, you know, unless you've got something going on and they want you to go back, but it shows you exactly where you're at and what you need to work on. And that's really right. Hey, you say in here in the book, dying to be dead, waiting to die. I mean, there's these people out there. Talk about that, sir. I'm sure you know someone. I'm sure you know someone. They've like thrown in the towel and they're a little older and basically their whole world revolves around uh, their bowel movements and their doctor's appointments. And that's, that's it, you know? And I'm like, they've stopped, they've stopped living. And I don't think we have enough time for that. You know, the other thing too is time is an interesting thing because um, it kind of doesn't really exist, but that's a whole other story. But, um, and you don't really die anyway, but you go on to another, the, 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 but the thing is, is, is that you, you know, when you're 50 and you get to 60, it it doesn't feel like it, it goes pretty quick, but when you get to 60, it's like a year is like, (laughs) <laughs> it's like gone in, in a flash. Time it goes by quicker. Up. Yeah. As you get older. And I think mm-hmm. it's a shame to watch some of these people just sit on the couch and watch, um, you know, Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune every mm-hmm. night uh, with their dinner. And, and then we go to bed and then did you poop or not? And is there another doctor's appointment? And that's all their whole world entails. And I, and I know it's hard to get out, but it, I really encourage people to make new, well, it's hard right now with COVID, but when COVID's over to make new friends, to have like book clubs and things mm-hmm. you go and do, even if it's just at the senior center or, or something like that, it's, it's important. It's key to keep active. Yeah. And you talk about this in the book about um, meeting new friends and you don't have to like be best friends, but cause you know, you're kind of a private person and I'm kind of a private person. So I understand that. So when I was reading that, I was like, oh yeah, that's Servat. She'll go, but she's not going to be too, co- too cozy with everybody. But what you're yeah. saying is just get out and, and meet other people. And it changes your attitude. Just getting out of the house changes your attitude lately. Right. I would say that, you know, right. Um, right. you know, I want to say something because I really feel like it's the spiritual. Here's what blows my mind. When people get older and they're not spiritual or they don't talk about God, because it's like, dude, you're getting older. Maybe you should connect. (laughs) I mean, maybe this might be the time, but I I don't see a lot of that. And that freaks me out because I look at things now, and this is because I've done so much spiritual work. Now I look at things differently. I think we are so blessed 
to be here in these bodies. We get to be here in these bodies and we get to experience and we get to check out life every day. You get to go on your walks. I get to do my show. We get to do some stuff that we really love and we are so blessed to be able to do it. And we don't like think that way. We don't realize how cool this really is. Yeah. It's able to do it. It did. I'm glad you feel that way. That's wonderful. But everybody has a different philosophy and yeah. I, I will appreciate it. I will respect it. I mean, there are a lot of people that think when you die, you're just dead. You know, that's it. That's a lot of people don't believe in a higher power at all. And some people do or don't. I think that, however, um, you know what? I respect any uh, thing people believe because it, that, that's up to them to understand that. And if they, and, I, and I'll, I'll, I'll respect that. You can't talk someone into um, understand, you know, coming around to your way of thinking if this is how they've thought all along. Mm-hmm. I think it's important if they can find it, but I, you know, I'm not, I'm going to defer to whatever they believe. I'm not going to try mm-hmm. to, you know, it's our, our way of it. I, I once had um, Rumi, I think, said it. it, 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 it the moon is up there. Uh, how you point at the moon is nobody's business. You know, how you find that or whatever you find, you know, that's kind of, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's about the moon. It's not about how you're looking at it or how you're showing it to somebody. Mm-hmm. So if they find it, great. But, um, you know, and if it's a Buddhist path or a Christian path or a Jewish path, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it's all in your own. That's what I think. As long as you find it, though, I, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. There's so much more. Um, I think we're, we're a lot of people are closed minded. Yeah. So maybe. Well, that's, yeah. But let me just say one thing. I think that uh, we're all here like you. You're happy to be here. It, where I come from. Oh, no, I'm not happy to be here. I'd rather be up there. <laughs> Where I come from, they wear black when babies are born and they wear white when people pass and they have funerals and they wear red for weddings. So, but that's because, so, so everybody's on their own spiritual journey. That's true. And some people's spiritual journey hasn't evolved to the place where they can actually connect with that source. And they might in several million other lifetimes. <laughs> but, <laughs> and so I kind of respect that too, because you can't yeah. take someone who's in kindergarten and expect them to be in high school. I agree. Now, so I kind of leave them to their own. It's not our job to police other people's paths. True. I don't think. True. I think- but- don't you think it's important that we enlighten people and tell them that there's a different way, that there's a different there's, path? There's a difference That's, between yeah. sharing an experience and yes. opening people's eyes to yes. things yes. than to recruiting them into some kind yes. of... No, I just think everybody should be aware. That's all, I think. Um, and I think that, that if they're... See, if you try to make someone who's aware that's not there yet, that doesn't matter anyway. They're not going to, you know... Mm-hmm. They're going to uh, get there on their own exactly yeah you know and and certain people might help them but that's why you know so many people can write so many spiritual books is because everybody's saying the same thing 
there's only, you know, so many, it's, 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 the truth is the truth. And it's been around for a gazillion years. Marcus mm -hmm. Aurelius wrote meditations, the book meditations in the year 200 and something, right. you know? Uh, so all of these things, um, James Allen wrote as a man thinketh in the 1920s or something. And it's all the same. It's all you law of retraction, whatever you want to call it. It's all the same thing. It's all been said, but some people hear it differently and then they get it and or something will the the flip of the switch happens however it's going to happen and it's very individual so i think people have to find that what works for them right hey i want to say we only got a couple minutes left but you guys talk about how people in their 70s and 80s are at the top of their game and i've seen a lot of that i mean gosh you know Trump is in his 70s and look what he's, you know, he's still going strong. And there's a lot of different people out there who are older. Can you talk about that really quick? Well, I, you know, yeah, I think we, we, um, so many people have reached the pinnacle of their success because we're not all early bloomers and some yeah. of us don't even start until, you know, Colonel Sanders didn't start Colonel Sanders until he retired and figured out he could live on his retirement. You know, here he's getting social security. So he started some. So I do believe it's never too late. I agree. Your life to live as you choose and that you can start and do and be anything you want to be. Reinvent yourself in a given second. That's all it takes. That's you wonderful advice. Sir. Make up your mind and do it. Yeah, that's wonderful advice. Hey, thanks for coming on today. Hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You guys, it's calling grow, called Growing Old Sucks, but it doesn't have to. This is her book. Servette, how do people get in touch with you? Um, well, they can go to servettehassan.com. It's just my name.com. There's also a website, growingoldsucks.com, if you cool. want to find out more about the book. Mark Allen also does a live Facebook every week on cooking with Mark Allen and talks about the book and new recipes. And it's a fun little thing he does. And that's on that website, growingoldsucks.com. And you can get the book on Amazon. All right. Fantastic. Thanks for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Hey, you guys, until next week, this is Nancy Yearout. Have a terrific week and we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, you guys, join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week and know that by staying on the high road, you will make it to your destination. Visit my website, nancyyearout.com, where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Nancy Yearout's High Road to Humanity. You can achieve your goal.